two lovely co-hosts, Mr. Digger P and Farmer C. And he specifically told me that the C doesn't stand for Chad. You'll so figure it out. Yeah, you, you'll, you'll figure, figure it, out. it out eventually. Okay, so here we go. So the reason why this podcast started is that I was sitting with press. I was sticking with Digger P. You already said my name, okay. so, so like, what's the go. point now? Cool. So here we go. So we're off to. <laughs> so a great, his name's Preston. We're so off to a great start. So yep. sitting in. Sitting around with Preston saying, hey, we should start a podcast. And I'm like, hey, that'd be a great idea. Long story short, you know, we're trying to make this happen. So, Ta-da, welcome America. Yes, welcome America. So anyways, um, Chad, would you like to give the, the lovely people of how you got started in your blue collar field? Thank you. So this is Farmer C. I've been a local dairy farmer here in Hopkins, Michigan for my whole life. It's been a... It's a short life. It's a short life, yeah, as I'm pretty <laughs> young, and, you know, but uh, yeah, so been farming my whole life here in Hopkins. It's been a family-owned operation, um, started back, shoot, way back in the 30s, um, and I would be the fourth generation, so that's just how it got started on the fourth generation, or that's how my road to the blue-collared lifestyle got started, and we're still going strong with it. Well, awesome. Well, thank you, Chad. Preston, would you like to carry on this conversation? I guess. So, my name's Digger P. Preston. Um, I do excavating for a local company. I'm not going to really name them because I don't know if they are okay with that. And and I need advertisements, and I want to get royalties. (laughs) Um... Well, a couple years ago, Dad passed away, and I was a mechanic before that, and kind of, I was like, I got tired of it, and I pretty much quit, packed up all my tools, put it in storage, and after Dad passed away, I was like, I need a completely different field. Started with trenching and mini, like, excavators and smaller shit, and then I was like, you know what, I need to go to big boy stuff, and then found this company, and been with them for about eight months, and yeah, been pretty fun already on the road to becoming a full-fledged operator for equipment i mean i already got god i want to say four or five hundred hours of seat time but that's nothing compared to some of these guys have been doing it 20 30 years so what about you grant well let's just see let's see here Uh, i first got my start in lawn care uh when i was young i've always been obsessed with uh just big beautiful yards and that's besides the point. But he likes uh, he likes the bushes. I do like the bushes, the They're nice trim bushes. And long story short, uh, my dad was a uh, tool and die maker. My grandpa was a tool and die maker. My grandpa served in the Navy. And uh, my uncle and my grandpa run a portable toilet company. So I've been around blue collared men my whole entire life. Um, I started out in lawn care. I worked for a lumber yard. I worked for portable toilet company, which was my grandpa and uncle's company. And then uh, I found heating... My lovely wife decided that I needed to go back to school for something to get a degree in, and uh, heating and cooling popped up, and then I've been doing it ever since, and that's where the loud mouth comes from, because construction's a... a, Pity. It's a pity thing. (laughs) Thanks, Chad. I appreciate it. Most welcome. So anyways, so that's how I got into my trade, and we're just going to get right into this, and... uh, 
So just so you know, for all you loving people, that we are mostly conservatives and we are a part of this uh, Republican Party. So if you are Whoa. a Democrat... <laughs> If you are a Democrat, wow. then you probably are not going to like what we have to hear so far. So, anyway, so if you are a Democrat, tune in, please. Yes. So let's review Biden's first 100 days. Um, I got some notes here, and he signed 60 executive orders. Most of them had to do with uh, immigration that Trump's policies, and I don't care if you're Democrat or Republican, they worked. They kept the bad guys out. They Everything was in check. And then Biden was in office for one damn day, and he, he screwed everything up. So my thoughts on this is that why ruin something that already works? Well, for one thing, he wanted more votes, in my opinion, but that's just me. So <laughs> He got him at 2 a.m., that's for sure. Yeah, he did. So, okay. So another thing that he wanted to do is that he had 11 new border facilities to when he took office. It's probably because, and my, this is, like I said, this is just my opinion, that of all the damn immigrants that flooded from freaking Mexico and everywhere else to God knows where, and if anyone's seen the news on Fox News, anything, it's basically just pe stacks and stacks and peoples of peoples of people or Newsmax, shout out to Newsmax. Yeah, shout out to Newsmax, Fox, Epic Times, you know, all, all them, all them. They're all great. They all, they're all great. So, Chad, what are your thoughts on these uh, migrant policies or Preston? All me? I mean, <laughs> so you got board facilities. Cool. So now kids are still in cages i mean there's nothing that's changed and, i mean these border facilities they're jail they're pretty much jails and they're trying to paint it all cute and pansy and everything thinking oh rainbows unicorns and sunshines and you know soft freaking mattress but guess what it's not i mean it's still like jail they're still immigrants they came here illegally so what they're seeking asylum yeah well you still have to come here legally i mean there's no way around that legality and then with this whole executive orders i mean <laughs> um he's trying to undo bad policies set by trump okay and then trump was undoing bad policies set by obama and obama was doing bad policies sent by bush and th the line goes on and on it's like bad policies no it's just policies that you just don't agree with just come out and say that it's plain and fucking simple yeah yeah well i can completely agree with you and not, not only that the, the messed up thing about this whole situation is is that you had ted cruz I think you had another senator from Oklahoma or Tennessee that went down there, and you could act, and you saw these kids being treated like animals. And on top of that, they wouldn't allow the press in, and everything after that. So let's just be honest with you that you don't want these people in these facilities just because that you basically know that you screwed up. Well, none of these are actually coming from Biden himself. They're all coming from his minions, and he is such a puppet to just doing exactly what he is told. He can't even really speak for his own mind. Because no, he's, he's been, he's been, a, he's been in government for 47 years and he hasn't done a damn thing. Not one. Um, uh, yeah, he's just, uh, nothing, is, nothing has gotten improved. The thing is with this first 100 days, um, when you listen to the Democrats and just some of these, some of these just really big, oh, Biden has done such a good job. It's basically just all around the fact that he's given handouts. That's what the Democrats would like, is they would like free, they want everything free, they want everything handed to them. And so from their point of view, their perspective is, yeah, he's done great. Um, and that's, uh, 
but that's just not really lining up with the whole blue collar aspect of it from the working from the working man's perspective it just it, it it's not ideal well let's talk about look day one when Biden was in office what did he do Keystone Pipeline's gone. And what happened there? He probably, yeah, completely shut down. How what, many? What did he kill? Like 56,000 jobs in one per, day? Yeah, prospective jobs. I mean, you had the people that were actually working on it, and then all of a sudden, all the people that were going to be employed by it, and now it's gone. It's just chilling up there. All the equipment, all that stuff is just there. Everyone got a shitty severance package, and oh, it's going to be very environmentally distraught. Environmentally distraught, sending, okay, taking out trees land everything putting a pipeline down and then having a direct path for oil fuel whatever to come right here okay yeah well they have this thing it's um i think like reclamation for land where they have to pay to get the land redone so they have to go in there reseed it replant it retree it all that on top of the pipeline but you know that's bad for the environment but then you have you know 102 million thousand trucks crossing borders with emissions through the freaking roof diesel fuel that's that's healthy yeah, yeah. No. versus a freaking pipeline well we all know that biden has preached unity over the last what is it last uh, four or five months and the funny thing is to me is that you had all these blm riots and everything <laughs> else that's going on and this guy preaches unity and the, the country's more divided than any other presidency in the entire world. Now, that and well, that alone, in my opinion, is just absolutely mind-blowing. Well, that's because, barf. I mean, BLM, I mean, dude, barf. you got... Okay, first of all, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not saying that... Come on, guys. I'm not... I'm not I'm not saying that BLM is a great organization because well, I, yeah, I because I, I Bud Light kind of doesn't matter. It's all about Bush Light. Let's I, be honest. I mean, I think it, we all yeah, we all think solid. it's a cult. We all we all think it's a cult. I think it's a cult. And the funny thing is, though, is that the guy that started it is a certified child molester. So that that tells you something right now. So I mean, can we also get behind you know the whole BLM belt loops matter? Well, obviously it doesn't matter to anyone because a lot of their pants sag. Well, why why can't they, why can't they say all all lives matter? Why, why can't they do that? Because all lives don't matter unless well, black lives point, matter. Right? We're missing the complete point. That's not very tolerant of you. Tolerant? Yeah. Is that's... it just because I'm white? Is that it? That's exactly why. It's okay. Exactly why. The viewers can't literally like see us at all, but okay. So Grant over here is white. Chad's white, and I'm like... Fact check. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Great. We got a fact check. <laughs> uh, you can't identify me as that. I identify as Hispanic, Latino kind of white and do what the crap i want so so you're, so you're a mutt sure yeah and i'm honestly i'm pretty much the same thing too like legitimately he's a freaking farmer and i'm you know whatever i don't know what you want to call me don't, aren't you supposed to be working for chad though according to your skin color yeah but guess what now <laughs> the, now, <laughs> now a long time ago guess what uh, actually, not a long time ago, two couple years ago. Black check, not racist, everybody. I'm not racist. All of a sudden, the brown person and black person became the one in power, and the white person became the minority. So guess what? In the, in the weird world we live in, all of a sudden, now I'm the, suddenly a majority. So the, so the deal is, um, I'm, I, I will be straight honest here. I'm not saying that the Black Lives Matter movement and all of that is completely, um, is completely stupid. Uh, it's the fact that... It, all lives matter. All lives matter. It's it's. It doesn't matter who you are. We are all created in God's image. We all have a purpose, and we are. 
this whole this whole minority this whole thing that we have the white supremacy is just a load of crap. There's no white supremacy. No. Well, black, well, black lives haven't been oppressed, quote unquote, since uh, the the Civil War, basically. Is said, well, when did when did slavery end? Like 1860 something. That's when slavery ended. We've been in the segregation. Proclamation, the proclamation. Emancipation Proclamation. <laughs> Learn your freaking high school history. But we had slavery, and then we went from seg- uh, slavery to segregation. And everyone's like, well, this and this is like, okay, I mean, and? Like, I don't have a problem with BLM. I mean, they're getting their point across, but they're doing it in... By burning buildings down. Well, that's my point. They're getting the, they're getting their point across in the stupidest ways. Let's riot. Let's throw a temper right. tantrum. Let, we're not getting our way. We're going to break other people's valuable shit. We're going to c- carry AKA-47s and walk the streets of like Portland and Minnesota and everything else. Is that it, too? And now, the, is that how you get a point across? Because if that's the case, then I'll, I'll buy an AKA-47 right now and march downtown Grand Rapids and say what? I mean, right. you can't go wrong with an AK-47, it's a 7.62. Beautiful thing. Beautiful. <laughs> Bigger than an AR-15. That's true. All right. Now, moving on. So, I don't know about you guys, and I don't know about our listeners that are currently listening or will listen in the future, but let's talk about this COVID relief bill. And I listened to a few things, and the thing that caught my eye a few days ago was, was they had a certain amount of money for farmers based on their skin color now with that being said chad since this is right up your alley because you farm did you know that there in my from what i understand one or two percent or maybe it might be even three or between one and five percent are the farmers in this in the united states are african-american and they're supposed to get sometimes twice to three times as much more money as a as, as a white farmer. Racism. That's key right there. So, <laughs> I mean, putting this in perspective, shouldn't every farmer that has struggled throughout this whole entire COVID thing get the same amount of money as everybody else? Absolutely. Uh, the work doesn't actually differ from African American to Caucasian to Latino. So, um, all of the work that gets put in should be returned in somehow. Right. And this is my two cents. I know absolutely zero things about farming except the whole case international john deere and that's about it but money wise it shouldn't even be based on the color of your skin or any of that it should be based on the size but by by just preaching unity well it should be no honestly the money you get for this farming thing should be based on the size of land like why should the guy who has for example just numbers two acres of farming land get two million while the guy who's got you know fifty thousand acres gets the same amount like how does that equivalent but the guy who's got two acres is, you know, black, and the guy who's got the more acreage, he's got he's white. Like, how does that equivalent? Like, give the guy who's got more acreage more money, because he kind of needs it more. I mean, what's this guy and you know, couple acres going to do with two million dollars? He's gonna go, he's gonna you're spend you're it. Asking the wrong guy. <laughs> well, he's gonna spend it ludicrously. I mean, he's gonna get a brand new freaking you know three million dollar tractor, brand new attachments, period, and he's gonna absolutely have nothing there, like. Stockpile seed? I have no idea. But then you got the guy over here with, you know, X amount of thousands of acres, and he's going to just use allocate it accordingly. I have no idea, but that's just my two cents. Mm-hmm. Any more further thoughts, Chad? No. No? Not no. at all? Nope. All right. So let's go to one of Biden's first uh, things that he wanted to do in office. He promised to 
have a goal of one million doses of the COVID vaccine in his first hundred days, which averages out to be a hundred million per day since he got since he was inaugurated. Uh, Biden's or did Trump promise that? Well, hang on a second. Okay. Let, well, you got to remember, Trump, Biden got us the vaccine, even though it happened underneath the Trump administration. So we all know that you're you right. Know, <laughs> we all know that Trump basically set up. Biden for the most amount of success possible, basically. Let's okay. let's just admit that right now. Can I go on that? Re- piss a lot of people off of that. I'm going to tap into that real quick. So we'll rewind history back to when Carter was in office and Reagan was about to take over. There was the Iranian embassy incident over across seas. On the way to the inauguration for Reagan, Carter was on the phone with negotiations, and guess what happened? He Reagan took it over and was. Reagan, who successfully defused it, but Carter did all the work. That's exactly what's happening here with a freaking vaccine. Trump did all the freaking work, but um, uh, you know, <laughs> like Biden's taking all the freaking credit. Cool. I mean, let's let's just be honest right now. In my in my understanding of this, Biden was he came out on a press conference saying that he had no vaccine distribution before uh, Trump left office. And we all know that that's, that's all complete bullshit, first of all. Let's be honest. Trump basically set this guy up for success. I mean, he had the best economy that the United States have ever had prior to the COVID shutdown. He had the um, best unemployment rate at 3.2%. That's just the whole entire country, basically. I mean, there are numbers that you can't deny and the funny thing is, is that, um, in my opinion, that he, Biden, that's, this whole vaccine thing is just, is just blows my mind because Biden basically said that he had to start from scratch. No, that's not, how, that's not how, that's not, that's not what happened. Ha, ha. And I don't care if you're, like I said, if you're a Democrat or Republican, basically how this vaccine got. And the funny thing is, though, is that. You know, you had some states like the state that we live in right now, the great state of Michigan. Our glorious governor, <laughs> Stalin, Stalin or Hit or Whitler, as we like to call her. So she said that she, she came out saying that if the state of Michigan got 70 percent vaccinated, that, that she would lift the COVID restrictions. Now, <laughs> we all know that this is a tactic for her to get reelected because she did. She is one of the worst governors in the whole entire country. She's competing with Granholm, and that's pretty hard. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest right now. That's just my two cents. Now, Chad, you've been silent for quite some time. You've been holding in some thoughts that you should that you should probably... Yeah, so is anybody here actually going to get bribed in to getting the vaccine? Because that's the new thing. I, I thought I heard something along the lines of 50 to $100 to get bribed. What idiotic, moronic shit will actually get bribed into getting a vaccine and then not think that there's something really fishy about that. Where, what? Can you name your source, yes or no? I'm, I'm sorry? Can you name your source that you've no. been hearing this from? I've been hearing it just on online, just through your stuff, CNN, stuff like that. So um, fake news. Exactly. Okay, <laughs> so let's get one thing straight. I haven't heard this before, but hearing this from you, and I know... And this is, let's make one thing clear. The reason why so many people got the vaccine while Biden first took office is because, you know, you have all the senior citizens, you have, you have the people with compromised immune systems and everything else. Those people should get the vaccine for their own protection, in my opinion. 
if you're if you're getting the vaccine, that's the thing. Go ahead and get it. That's it's no problem. If you're older, if you're at risk, if if you feel the need to get it, go ahead, please. That's. I, but for those of us who do not want to get it, it is not a moral issue that we do not that we do not care about you. The fact of the fact of the matter is that if you think that our moral integrity is so low that we that we have no uh, care for the quality of life or the longevity of our elders, um, that's really low. The fact that you would question our moral integrity there. So the that. That, um, that's where the real issue for me jumps in on it is I will not get vaccinated um, due to um, my own personal approach on that. Um, but it's, it's not that I do not care about the people that are at risk with it. So Preston, you got anything to add to that? We all know that you're not getting vaccinated. <laughs> Hell no, I'm not. Dude, okay, so quick backstory. I was in the Marine Corps, enlisted right out of high school 2012, and pretty much assembly line of shots i mean in each arm multiple times got the penicillin shot in the ass great stuff anyways i mean supposedly they're giving me all these anox and stuff and i mean i'm perfectly fine and this whole time i <laughs> i can't complain but my personal thing on the whole uh you know not getting um vaccinated and everything it's called i have a spine i'm gonna like if people are going right and it says vaccine over it, I'm going to go left and make my own decisions because guess what? I'm not going to follow the, follow the masses. Everyone's like, well, we have these many people getting vaccinated. It's like, cool, I'm, you're following the masses. You're following media. You're following everything that is being plastered in front of your TV screen, your computer screen, or in your handheld. Well, they're wearing double masks when they told you this. Were they double masking or triple masking? Okay, when, I, when initially when I had to, um, I, I used to work downtown as a uh, bouncer, and we had to wear masks and everything. Well, everyone's wearing these cute little, you know, surgical masks and everything, and right on the side of the box, does not stop the spread of COVID. Okay, I have a issued military gas mask with freaking canisters. What was I wearing? the freaking gas mask and guess what i've literally like probably the most filtered cleanest air i've ever breathed in that thing i had a guy smoking cigarettes next to me like arms reach not within six feet excuse me <laughs> but i was literally he was smoking right next to me blowing smoke in my face and i can i can smell it at all and i'm probably like i was like the safest person there with that gas mask because it's supposed to filter out those deadly chemicals, but you're telling me a little mask is going to stop it? Pair of pants. The jeans I'm wearing right now will not stop a fart smell coming out of it. So if it won't even stop a fart coming out, what are the chances that jeans on my face are going to stop the deadliest virus in all of humanity? So better than Ebola, basically, is what you're, what you're describing this as. Pretty much. Okay, so... Why do we think that they are pushing this vaccine so much? Well, the funny thing is, though, is that, in my opinion, if you look at the stats of... Uh, of, of something, of a pandemic, that you have a 99.8% of a chance of survival. Unless you have... Well, let's be clear about one thing. Yes. For anyone who has relatives that has passed away from this horrible, quote-unquote, pandemic is terrible. Our, house, our hearts go out to anyone and everyone that, that has loved ones. Thank or your friend. government for 
Show me the underlying health conditions, though, because look at some of the people that got... To, I was trying to get to something. Well, I was just saying. Yeah. yeah, the, the flu gone. magically yeah, went away, and guess what? The flu is a virus, and you can't cure a virus. Well, as, or as, is it a bacteria? As, I don't know. As everyone knows, COVID's not in the news anymore. Now that Biden got elected, that just disappeared. Yeah. Ish. But it's on, the, it's on the up and up because Biden got elected. Oh, also... It was all, down and, it was all right down the shitter. I got to throw this in there, too, like the whole COVID thing. Um, Jeffrey Epstein did not kill himself. I'm, I got to throw that in there because, so, like, magically, this ain't, no, this ain't no damn conspiracy podcast. Yeah, Come on now. Okay, well, magically, COVID popped up all of a sudden as Epstein, you know, had his whole pedophile island, and he was going to expose all the big people. I just had to throw that out there. He didn't kill himself. You're going to get arrested. You know that? Okay, cool. At least this is evidence about, you know, the, the whole Jeffrey Epstein thing. Funded, so we're <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right. We better move on before we get too involved in this. Now, another thing that I've been looking into recently is that Biden has been preaching about kids getting back in school. We all know that this is a difficult time for parents who had to take time off work if they were working to provide for their kids. And not, not only that, to basically um, teach them, basically to teachers job at school. Biden's goal when he got elected for his first 100 days, his promise was uh, K through 8 to be in person by the end of April for at least five days a week. The reality was is that as of April 20th, um, grade school through element or through middle school, more than half of the 101st largest school districts are offering in-seat learning. So it's technically it's up to the school districts to determine whether if they want to go back to school or not. Now, with that being said, you have these shitty teachers unions that are paid by the, the the Democratic Party. So basically, you got teachers being paid to sit on your ass and not do anything. Now, will you please tell me, out of all of the stats that you can read, basically, let's look at this right now. Um, basically, uh, in 2020, one out of four kids committed suicide. That's 67% between the ages of 12 and 17. Devastating. So, and Biden was trying his best, quote-unquote, when in reality, all these shitty teachers' unions are being paid off by the government. They're not doing their job. They're not. And they're, and they're honestly, they're screwing over. These are the, the, the future generations supposedly is supposed to save us all. But you, I got, but you got kids eating Tide Pods and storing condoms and everything else. So, um... <laughs> <laughs> they got my vote. <laughs> That's for sure. Wait, aren't you the guy on TikTok that snorted a condom and ate a Tide Pod at the same time? Some bitch, you got my vote. Well, let's be honest right now. We all know that all these idiots that have tried this or whatever have either ended up in the hospital. And my loving wife actually works in a hospital. God bless her. She deals with so much stuff, it's not even funny. But anyways, let's be honest. Shout Can out you? to my sister as well, also working at the hospital. Well, deals with a out. lot of shit. Well, I'm, yeah, nurses deal with Healthcare that. workers, shout out, period. Yeah, yeah, shout out to all your healthcare workers. Ladies um, and gents. Ladies and gents, you guys basically saved this all for, the, for a lot of reasons. Anyways, so can you imagine being that guy that's dealing with, and as an EMT or whatever, dealing with some jackass eating a Tide Pod and you have to save their life? Now, if that were me... This is, why I, this is why I would get fired. I would basically tell you, well, that sucks. You're an idiot for doing this. And then, on top of that, they had to make, they had to make the package of Tide Pods 
they had to have a warning label that says, do not eat. Now, you would think with kids in technology these days that they would be smart enough to read a damn label, but they don't at all. They don't read a label or anything. I don't so read directions either. Why would I read directions? Well, I thought you guys had to read directions how to fix your mic. Like, put that mic up together. Yeah, that was a real pain. <laughs> okay, first of all, we're, we're getting off topic here. The, the, to the topic is uh, Wrong. millennials. So, Grant, that's an F word. That's a strike. Well, that is, we can that's that a strike. Fine. That's a strike. Strike one. But anyways, long story short, the, the problem is, is that kids these days... Everyone thinks that the kids these days are the future. In reality, they're spoiled, they're ignorant, and they think they're, they're entitled to everything. Well, I mean, look, they're getting a freaking handout from the government. Look, uh, how much do you get on unemployment? Like 600 700 bucks right now? You're getting paid basically. You're getting a good amount of money for literally nothing. Now, at $15 an hour... For forty hours, you're making like six hundred before taxes. Take Mr. the tax. Jackass can't even get my order right at McDonald's, and he wants fifty. Exactly. Like, and anytime they screw it, like recently, I got a Whopper from uh, Burger King. I was like, no onion, extra mayo, cut in half. I got it and opened it right at the drive-through window, and it was whole and it had onion on it. I literally looked at him and I was like, that's not very fifteen dollars an hour of you. What a worthless turd that guy. <laughs> <laughs> like literally, they're asking for fifteen bucks an hour. But you can't even make a freaking fast food burger for me. And that's another thing. This is another thing that will probably be discussed in a later podcast. The minimum wage thing that Biden is just trying to push is just absolutely ridiculous. And okay, minimum wage. Like this is we're not talking about minimum well, wage. Well, real quick, it's like you really want an increased minimum wage that only is going to drive prices up. Like so, in um, I don't understand that. They don't well, understand. Obviously, they don't. Because if you look in Kentucky, Tennessee area, minimum wage uh, is like what eight nine dollars an hour and milk is what a dollar fifty dollar seventy five a gallon something around there then all of a sudden you come up here minimum wage is nine ten dollars an hour i don't even know anymore and milk's what two three dollars a gallon well we don't I really complain about the milk being. Well, I'm just showing like no farmer C. Okay, well I'm get five dollars an hour, and Daddy will drive around a Cadillac. Well, okay, I'm just saying for numbers wise, like literally, that's all I'm saying is that minimum wage across the country is very different state to state, and all it is is driving prices up. I mean. So that's basically, what you're trying to say is that inflation basically is going to pretty happen. much. And I mean, you're complaining about. So that's the end of the topic, then. Well, we're not getting into this, Preston. All Hands gonna, down. No. All I'm going to say is, if you don't up. want minimum wage, don't have minimum skills. Period. God, guys, calm down. Okay. All right, moving on. Now, I don't know about you guys, but did you see the new regulations for the CDC guidelines for kids going to summer camp? Did you <laughs> got, Did you guys read this? Yes or no? No. Because I, I found. I, no. found this, I found this hysterical. So let's let's look at this. Please. So the kids have to be a minimum distance of six feet. They still have to wear masks at all times besides swimming, sleeping, eating, etc. Avoid close contact activities. Now, with that being said, I, going to summer camp for, for a numerous amount of years growing up, mm -hmm. so my parents could get rid of me so they could probably, you know... Do it. Do it. Have sex. And <laughs> Make your other siblings, yes. your brother and two oh. sisters. That's How what you in the flying <laughs> F are you supposed to play like capture the flag, tag, have archery, do any other activities when you have to wear a mask? How are you supposed to play doctor? Like for males and females, like for a 13-year-old trying to fucking feel his... 
trying to feel his first boob. <laughs> well, guess what? He's trying to well, feel his okay. first boob. He's already got the surgical mask. So first he's all, all set. First of all, what summer camp did you go to? Because I wish I would have went to that one when I was young. I was homeschooled. It was called Grace Bible Church. Oh, so, <laughs> so you felt boobies at 13 years old at a at a at a Christian Bible summer camp? 11. Oh, dude, literally, the Christian camps, like, they, they, they discovered Jesus, and they know that it's okay at, like, early ages, it's okay for booby touches. Private school girls are the freakiest. For sure. Okay. Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> Next to MILFs and other people, but we won't get into no, that. How would you know, Preston? Have you banged a MILF lately? Uh, not, I think Allison would be very, very disappointed. It's, ha- it's, not, la- it's not lately, but eh, there was a time and period. Okay. So, going back to our conversation about the CDC guidelines, this it makes absolutely no sense at all. Absolutely no sense. If I if I had a child that was going to summer camp and he had to wear a mask when it was 90 degrees out and he, he couldn't even play tag, I wouldn't take him. So, I couldn't even, um, when I went to Mexico in this past summer, um, I wasn't even able to wear go swimming without wearing a mask. And did you did you wear one? Absolutely not. Yeah. So I would rather That's a drowning risk right there though. Isn't it? Isn't it drowning risk? That's that's my whole point, is like <laughs> you stupid ignorant sows. If you think <laughs> that if you if you honestly think that, that mask is not going to fill up with nasty butthole water, then you're stupid. Because well, Go ahead. And then real quick on the whole Mexico thing, so Allison, that's my lady. She was in uh, Mexico. Allison. <laughs> she was in Mexico back in March, and they had to wear masks even inside the vehicles because guess what? It's a law, and if you get pulled, like the police can pull you over and give you uh, cite you a ticket if you're not wearing your mask in your vehicle. They have these little cubicles there, though. Like, you- amazing. They have these little cubicles. The drivers of the taxis down there had these little childish cubicles, <laughs> and. It was just like, well, there's no particle of my breath is getting even close to you through well, that barrier. You, well, you know that the government doesn't pay for that. It's cartels that down there that pay for it. Because they basically run the whole entire country. Let's That's be honest. Be true. Be so, true. okay. Now, all right. So, another thing that we should probably touch base on is, since we're talking about school, is this critical race theory that Biden is trying to push. Now, the definition of critical race critical race theory bear with me now because this definition is quite long is uh an intellectual movement that loosely organizes framework of legal analysis based on the based on the race um uh, it's just a whole bunch of bullshit yeah you lost me 20 minutes ago yeah you lost me so, too okay so we're not even going to read the definition basically it's basically saying that one race is superior to another race or it's basically trying to oh, what's the right word i can't think of the right word you know what race is superior to every single race the human race well the funny thing Period. is that well they're they're trying to push this in schools. They're teaching kids this in universities. That's that's the that's the messed up thing about this is that they're trying to teach. They're trying to teach kids that, basically, that America is racist. Ah, uh, baloney. Through because of social, because just because that you're you're African American means that you're automatically oppressed no matter what family you come through. 
there are there are millionaires that are African Americans. I mean, look at all the NFL stars. <laughs> look at all the celebrities. Morgan freaking Freeman, Samuel L. Jackson. They had a rough upcoming, and look where they're sitting. Yeah, Fifty Cent. Fifty Cent. Yeah. yeah, he got shot nine times. He's still breathing, and he's I got twenty-one <laughs> questions for you. <laughs> he's got many men for that. I'm just saying, Crickery, This this whole this whole thing that. And I don't know if you know this, but Tim Scott is is a senator. I forgot what state he's from, but he basically came out African American senator saying that America is not racist based on one incident in your entire life. Now he got a lot of shit from this from the left. Very insightful. Very insightful. And coming from a guy that has basically had nothing at all, basically from what I remember of reading about him, and. Actually, making it as a U.S. senator, making hundreds of thousands of dollars a year, he's not oppressed. <laughs> okay, well, and then you want you want to go real far, but like not even that far back. Look at Obama; he made it to the freaking presidency. There's not much a higher position you can literally get than the president of the United States. Actually, which, not one position higher. Yeah, <laughs> like seriously. He, Obama was freaking president of the United States of America, the leader of the quote-unquote free world. Yeah, but he was born in British Columbia, though. But what was the color of his skin? My point. <laughs> he made it to freaking the the highest seat in the land. Period. Okay. So if that and he, oh he was oppressed, well, then how did he make it there? All right. So moving on after that. So. There's a video. There's a viral video going around of a Latino cop pulling over a woman in California for using her cell phone, and I guess that's Ill, I guess that's illegal in California. I don't know the, the laws in California. <laughs> Everything's so. illegal in California. You can't even have more than ten rounds in your freaking AR. Well, anyways, that's besides the point. There is this video going around of a teacher. <laughs> there is this video going around of a teacher. Come on, guys. Let's let's be civil about this. There's a video going around of a teacher basically calling him. Um, a Mexican, Mexican a Mexican racist. Yeah, now, it. if you guys have seen the video, and I highly encourage you do, because I have a lot of friends that are cops, and it's unbelievable that they have to deal with this bullshit. And the funny thing about this video is, is that there is a quote in this video of this teacher <gasps> saying that teacher of our youth. Yes, just pointing that out. And with her son in the back seat saying that you will never be white, or that this police officer that is pulling over a woman who, uh, I don't even know if you could call her a woman. She, I would assume she's fat, ugly, and looks like a complete barf bag. But the fact is, she is so off base. And this poor, I don't know who you are, man. I don't know what, I don't know what your name is. But you handled it so professionally because in my position, there is not one chance that I could be as calm, cordial, and respectful as you. Um, for be, for dealing with such a disrespectful, irrational lady who has no means, no no grounds whatsoever, and it's not, you were just doing a a normal uh, writing a normal citation for a violation, and this this poor excuse of a teacher took it so far. And what is so disgusting to me is why is this not? blown so if this would have been a a um a white cop a white cop with a with a black with a african-american in the in the driver's seat or even a why is it not even if it was a black cop 
with a white person in the so would it not be racist? Because that, that never happens. That doesn't right, fit their that, agenda, that, that's that why. would not be racist because he's a police officer or well, she's a police officer. Let's be, let's be clear about one thing right now. It's not racist unless the cop is white. And... That's, oh, <laughs> that's, that's bullcrap. No, it's not racist unless the passenger or the person that's being pulled over is black. Because a couple weeks ago there was an army lieutenant who was black uh, mixed, whatever. They got pulled over by uh, Gutierrez or Gonzalez, some general Mexican name, and he got mace, pepper spray, whatever, and yanked out of his vehicle just because they couldn't see his license plate, even though it was a temporary plate because it was a brand new truck to him or whatever. Yeah. And now he's suing for a million dollars for all this stuff, and like the cops already been fired, but l- that one blew up. Why? Because the dude that got pulled over was like black or mixed or something because it fits their agenda there, but it doesn't fit any other time. Yeah, for well, those of you, for those of you wondering about this video, it's a racist teacher calls officer murderer and Mexican racist wannabe white, and she is talking. She also interjects this crazy off the wall line in there of, "You are threatening my me and my son's life." While this this police officer again. Don't know who you are, but shout out to you for being so calm and so collected with such a disrespectful um, lady. Um, but yeah, is that what you want to call her, though, Chad? Just call I, her a swine. Yeah, she's a bitch. Let's she be honest. Is she's a she's a wrong bitch. She so there's there's number two. So. like trout. She is disgusting, and I I can only imagine she's really fat. Well, <laughs> so fun so fact for you guys. Swine. So fun fact for you guys both. Did you know that the per that the cop that did their police department did not require body cam, so he went out and bought his own for his own protection for this reason. And it's a good, it's a damn thing, good damn thing that he did because if it weren't for this, he probably would have gotten popped for another bullshit charge that. All these people are trying to pin cops it, on. He would have been administrative leave with pay because of this crap because she would have filed some sort of civil lawsuit and the city would have settled outside of court for millions and undisclosure amounts and, the, and all that kind of shit. Yeah, and exactly. And the thing about it is, though, is that, Chad, I, I agree with you. you know, shout out to this guy for being so calm and so professional because if I were, if I were that guy in that situation... I would not call her ma'am. I would, I would, yes, I would not call her ma'am and I would tell her to step out of the car and I would show her what a, what a real threatening situation is against the cop. Ah, but see, right? Those those guys don't mess around when they're threatened. But see, the thing is, right there, what you just said, you just played into their hand and then they're going to use that against you and and use it for their agenda as fuel to fuel their agenda. Right then and there, that's exactly what they want. They would have clapped onto this like flies on shit. Oh, yeah. And if he wouldn't have been anything but respectful, cordial, and and, uh, professional... It would have been all over the news as Mexican uh, police officer harasses a African American lady. And but how do you know, how do you know she's black though? Mm-hmm. Speculation. That's Spe- all it is. So well, you know what happens when you guys assume, right? What it makes you- an ass out of you and me. But <laughs> guess what? What if she was white though? But uh, okay, let's go real quick to the whole. Uh, what do we assume? Let's play this out. What if she's white? But hold on, real quick. Go back to the assume. Every single thing. We see quick on the media. We just see the very first clip. We don't get the details until they uh, slowly come out. So guess what? 
black cop or white cops, excuse me, shoots a black guy, we assume that it was racially profiled. All of a sudden, we find out dude has like six warrants, all felonious, all for weapon charges. He's out on a X amount of what? third or fourth bond and he skipped it now he's like wanted <laughs> okay but then he gets shot and then all of a sudden it's the white cops oh, okay now we're talking about like i'm just that's just my thing now, but... we're, now we're talking about dante right that's another podcast topic that we should discuss <sighs> but anyways all right so along with the cops that are uh there is a record amount of cops either retiring or going to into early retirement so let's be perfectly clear here that um, the cop, let, let, it's basically it. Cops are retiring. They either left the cities like Portland, Minnesota, Detroit, Chicago. I mean, they either, because they fear for their lives or they just decided that they didn't want to do with any of this. Now, with that being said, um, we need cops. Uh, let's just, let, like this, for instance, New York City's police department saw an 80% or 87% increase of retirements from 2019 to 2020. 87 percent yeah what's gonna happen in about five years from now can you imagine being living in that city god forbid that you know besides rudy giuliani i don't know anyone else that would want to live in that city because he was the mayor <laughs> come on let's be honest right now that's his city he changed that city around as supposedly because we weren't around for that yeah. or at least around to remember that but let's be honest i mean you can't not have cops you cannot do it Look at the look, look. That's just like in Mexico. Look at all the cartels that control that. Do you want Do you want the United States to be the next Mexico? Because I don't. I want to be able to call nine one one and have a cop be at my house, no matter if it's a domestic dispute or a shooting. In let's just say like what twenty minutes because we're out in the boondocks for twenty or thirty minutes because we or there's a police police station like right out the road from here. So shout out to Trooper Shaw. <laughs> really cool cop. Really? <laughs> he must have left you off on some DUIs. Yeah, I mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how did you wrong. how did you pay him, Chad? Did you did you did you get on your knees? Come on, let's be honest. Ooh, now you're gonna go, he, hey, you're he, gonna go homosexual on me. Here, no, right? I was obviously gonna say he did get out his knees and pray, but oh, here we go God. over here. Here we go. He basically called my ex wife a crazy lunatic, so ayo. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now going back to this. In Minnesota, nearly 20% of officers have retired or took a leave of absence following the, the George Floyd deaths. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> Who's, who immediately, when, when you say the word, when you say the name, sorry, George Floyd, who immediately gets this really uncomfortable feeling in the pit of their stomach? Not this guy. Not this guy? No. Why? You're not, you're not angered over the hypocrisy, the irrational, just the overall ridiculous I am. I, I am. of this man who had a lot more issues going on than just getting... Okay, okay, so okay but let, let's be honest right now. We all know that George Floyd took enough opioids to enough for... Because he's a big dude from what I hear. He was like 6'4", he weighed like 230 pounds, so he wasn't no small dude. This guy you had no fat. No, he's just a big guy. <laughs> okay. Kind of like you. You're kind of a big guy. Well, but anyways, okay. that's besides yeah, the point. So this guy was 6'4", and he weighed like 235 pounds. I don't know if that's true. I, I, might, I might be wrong with the weight, but I know he was at least 6'3", 6'4". This guy had enough opioids in him for three people. Three people. Yeah. So who's to say that this drug association with him 
But anyways, that's besides the point. We're getting off topic with this. I was going to save this for another podcast, but we might as well just talk about it. Oh, no, there's, pl- there's plenty of material here to dive so, into it. Um, so, going down to that, do you really think that... You, were you really surprised by the verdict, though? Let's be honest. Were you really no. surprised by it? No, not at all. So why would you be angry at me for saying that we're getting the pit the, of Well, the jury was obviously afraid of their li- for their lives. And not yeah. to mention that a jury of a juror was wearing a BLM shirt at a rally with uh, a picture of Martin Luther King Jr. saying with a, with a picture of him with a, a, a caption of... It's basically saying, get your knee off my neck. Honestly, the only reason now, they... Do you, do you think that, now, after seeing that, the jury selection process would have said, nope, you got to go. You're not biased at all. Right. But still, though, you mean... <clears throat> the, the cop, there's no reason to have your knee on someone's neck for that long. I agree. Like, 100%. No, okay. 100%. Like, I can understand if... he was cuffed, what, what, do you, what is he going to do? Is, is he going to... Exactly. Is he going like, to squirm away like a little any inchworm or I'm, trying to get away? I'm oh, not trying to defend the cop. I mean, he was definitely in the wrong. He literally... Eight minutes, like, on your neck, I, I can't breathe? Yeah, no shit. If I had someone on my neck for eight minutes, like their knee, yeah, I'm going to be pretty fucking pissed. But... I agree. That's that, that's that. That, that but, doesn't include the the drugs that were in his system. Though. That that's beside the point. Beside but the point, the whole like, thing yes. with the conviction and everything. If that court and the jury found the cop not guilty, they the did, whole country would have burned. The whole, the exactly, the entire country would have burned. So honestly, I mean, he was guilty. Period. Yeah. But. They kind of did it a little more so they, you know, didn't have to file insurance claims. Well, let's be honest here. So the charges were second-degree manslaughter, second-degree murder, and third-degree murder. Now, I believe that, listen, I believe that the second-degree manslaughter charge would have sticked in any right, shape, or form. Because, like you said, there wasn't any amount of evidence saying that there's like what Preston said there's no reason for him to have his neck on or his knee on his neck that long there's no reason for that third and first degree murder the charges were added to that basically just to you know pin his ass to the wall in my opinion I mean that's the only reason why that the the system quote unquote and the jurors were either afraid that rioters would show up at their house which is understandable but it would have happened yeah, oh, 100%. But it was it was the government's fault to have this to have this uh, trial in the most diversional racial state in the whole entire country. You had the George Floyd shooting, and then on top of that, you had the Dante Wright shooting or death, quote unquote. So why why have it there? Why? Why have it there, guys? I don't know. I don't get it. Like, why wouldn't you have this jury, or why wouldn't you have this trial in like Texas? Or, well, that's a conservative state, so that'll never happen. <laughs> so let's be honest. So, God bless Texas. Yeah, God bless Texas. No one no one messes with Texas. But why not have it in, like, let's just say, oh, I don't know, what's a conservative state that's not biased? I you can't think of one. So if you were to have it in New York City or Philadelphia, you'd still be screwed. <laughs> so no matter where would you have this trial, it would be screwed to the wall. You got it. I got nothing more to add there. <laughs> <laughs> Truly not. <laughs> Coming back on All right, that so now. back to what we were talking about. Sorry, we had to take a little uh, intermission for piss and, um, yeah. So anyways, so back to this uh, topic about police retiring early. Also, in Portland, Oregon, or again, for the people who are retarded about it. Whoa. 
So the last, the, seen the last month. That's strike three. Okay, first of all, screw you're out, bud. This is my, this is <laughs> this podcast was. Oh, I put this one together so you all can go. Uh, well, clothes. I'm retiring, so yeah, that's I'm fine. Not. No one, no one likes you anyway. Anyways, get out of this while I can. You're quitting while you're ahead, really? Yeah. yeah. It? We got about three bucks invested. So. <laughs> I got about forty because of this thing. Okay, yeah, and so. it's smaller than mine, but yeah, uh, but I guess. It's pr- it can was we please easier. get back to the topic here? Two inches at 90 miles an hour can do a lot. <laughs> Two inches at 90 miles an hour. Just ask. Just going in dry or with lubed up? No, spit on it. No, spit on it? Yeah, drop, drop that, you know. This little dollop. Ply says, you know the song? Drop I that, dun dun dun. Yeah. You're all disgusting. Let's move on. <laughs> God, you, and you were a Christian. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So, Portland, Oregon has last seen the unrela- unrelenting riots. Police officers, some high ranking, are leaving in droves because they are overworked, overwhelmed, and burnt out. These and some of very cunning comments were a part of 33 written cunning. Cunning. Hmm. Huh. Is that is that too big of a word for you? No, that's a big no, word I'm for a, you. I'm actually going for... Never mind. Okay. Go ahead. So, we're actually burned out. Some comments were a part of 33... 31, not 33. 31 exit interviews of the 117 officers who left. 43 of them simply quit. Now, let's be honest. Portland is probably the asshole pit of this country, basically. <laughs> eh, I don't know. Chicago's pretty close. New York, Detroit. If you're willing to create your own city so no police officers can get even in this part of the section of your city, that makes you a shitty person and a shitty state. And the governor no. of Portland is basically, he can go screw himself because I think he's one of the biggest pieces of trash in this entire planet. Yeah. I really do. Okay, go ahead. That just happened. That just ha- Is that it then? Is that all that we're talking about? Just indulging all the time? So, hey. Does anyone else have any further comments about this? Because in my opinion, this governor... Also, did you know that the governor of the Dante Wright shooting of the city that he was in believes that the police officer should not carry a firearm for civil traffic stops? <laughs> I bet not. <laughs> I bet not. Let's, right. talk about, let's talk about this first of all. First of all, let, do, you, do you really think that police officers should carry a firearm? Yes, no. period. Duh. Okay. Why do you believe this? They're in, they're in law enforcement. They've went through the protocol of the training to carry this firearm. Okay. They are, they are a position of authority. Okay. Given some police tell, officers... Tell that to an African-American who is running from the cops. Suck it. Okay? Suck it. If you're running from the cops, you're probably doing something wrong. You're probably breaking the law. Okay. So stop right. breaking the law, you jerk off. Okay? So um, police officers absolutely should be able to carry a, a firearm because they went through the protocol. Okay. They went through the training. Then, okay, let me stop you right there. Okay, now, yeah, n- now, since that you said this, they went through the training. There are several BLM slash whatever the hell is protesters saying that, why don't they just shoot him in the leg? Why don't they just shoot to wound instead of shooting to kill? So here's the thing. You have a, it's me and a perp. And do you know roughly the distance mm-hmm. to get two shots off on a person? Do you know roughly the distance? About 21 feet. You're selling me 
within 21 feet, there's a perp coming at me. You have no idea his background, what he's got in him, what he's got on him, anything like that. You have a split-second decision. Lethal, non-lethal. Taser, bullets. Where are you going to shoot? Where? And this was instilled with us in the military. When uh, we were going through our courses of shooting for like getting our marks and badge, expert, everything, where is the number one target you shoot? Center mass. Because guess what? It's the biggest freaking target. I'm not going to sit back over here with a pistol that's standard, no you know tritium sights, no red dot, nothing fancy, just a standard Glock, standard whatever it, they carry. You're going to aim for the biggest target because guess what? You know you're going to hit that. I'm not going to just sit back over here, aim in, and like, shit, he's running, and his legs are moving, I'm not going to get a shot off, yeah. and all of a sudden he's going to, whatever, he's going to get me, take my gun, stab me, whatever. These are common sense people. Exactly. Center mass is the biggest target. When we had to do uh, shooting drills, we did two rounds into the chest, one in the pelvic. I mean, if you wanted to be cool, you could do a T-box shot in your head, like headshot, T-box. But two in this chest, one in the groin, that's your biggest targets. I mean, if you want to be cool, you could shoot the head, but seriously, you got I don't seconds. Think the majority, the majority of police officers are definitely not going to go for a headshot. No. Uh, they're no. going no, they're, they're going to go for what's going to restrain the perpetrator that's they're, coming at them. They're going for incapacitation, Ooh. period. I mean, especially let's let's take human emotion and adrenaline into the into the factor. Um, when somebody's coming at you and you have milliseconds, seconds to react and they're they're grabbing for something in their pocket, you don't know what they're grabbing, you, like you said, Preston, you don't know what they're on. Exactly. You're going to go for. You're going. You're going to pull, and you're going to go for a map, an area that's mass, and whatever happens in that area, that well within your job description to take measures there. Okay. So with that being said, let's look at another fun thing that this. Uh, again, all of our sources will be posted, um, so you guys can check this out yourself. Um, in Oh, some some town. I'm not even gonna try to pronounce this because I'll I know I will screw this. Up. Some town in <laughs> Illinois, sure. the county sheriff officer offering a ten thousand dollars signing bonus for recruits because recruits are so low in the last year. Ten thousand dollars. No kidding, man. So can we all just move to Illinois, this part of Illinois, and become well, a cop? Illinois kind of sucks. Yeah, that's uh, why they're offering this kind of money because recruitment is so low. Here, here you go, Bloomington, Illinois. Like a year. No, just signing. Signing bonus. So if you were to sign on, you'd get an extra $10,000. Besides the point. Bloomington, Illinois, the police chief said, we are having some other officers who are giving an overall climate towards the law enforcement right now are just saying, you, you know that. We have had, and we are deciding to uh, retire. In 2020 alone, 264 police officers who were killed in the line of duty are staggered a 96% increase from 2019. That stat blows my mind. So basically, all these all these men and women that were, they'll never see their spouse, their kids, their loved ones ever again in the last year. That should scare the living hell out of anybody. And right there, so going a little back with the whole shootings and everything, you, you shoot for mass. You have some crazy per... You, you have 
you and the perp, you have distance between you, and you have to think, who is going home to see their family tonight, me or them? Who is going to be in the back of that meat wagon in a freaking baggie, me or them? Nine times out of ten, tell, ten out of ten, for me personally, I would pick I'm going home on my own accord, whether it be getting carried by a couple guys on my own two feet, preferably, but I'm going home to see my wife, kids, family, Myself, they can you know be in the freaking baggie. That's just me though. Right. And let's let's besides the point. You know, it's it's tragic. Shout out to any officer who's in the force right now who's dealing with through a troubled time. We support you. We love you guys. Hang in there. Woo, know. Kevin Daly, Kent County. Yeah, hey. but, but <laughs> absolutely. Bro. I'm 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 just saying, guys. We we support you. We we love you guys. You There's know. a lot of support. So you guys, right you guys go through way more than anything that we can think of. Besides, like it's like we talked about before. Besides the uh, the nursing field, you guys are awesome. All right, now real quick, I want to give a shout out to uh, Fre- Fresh Coast Charters. Uh, the guy that runs this is a coworker of mine. His name is. Curtis Rook, or Kurt Rook, um, he basically he he this guy is awesome. He goes he goes to Detroit. He goes to Lake Michigan. He he basically does anything and everything you want to do. Um, they specialize in walleye catching, but he does perch, salmon, and he's open from like April until the end of um, end of November. His phone number is 616-893-3858. Please give this guy a call. He is amazing. Preston has met him. He bought a Wooby from me for $100, and I had to buy a brand new Wooby. And trust me, the Wooby he got, I'm jealous because that was mine for years. But anyways, long story short, this guy is amazing. Um, please please give this guy a call if you're in the local area. This guy is this guy is an amazing. Anything, if you don't catch anything, you, you guys don't have to pay, but I guarantee you, you guys will have a ball. Anyways... All right, guys, let's move on. So now, we are going to get into the glorious state of California. Now, I know we can talk about this. <laughs> <Barf>. <laughs> right. We can talk about this for hours. Actually, I do got a friend that lives out in California, so... Uh, Barf. We... <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair. Anyways, you were saying, who's your friend? Who's your friend? Uh, well, her name's Norfidel, but she's, you know, real liberal. Um, but that's okay because we still love her. Uh, but yeah. Do so, we though? Uh, well, um, yes. But yes, California kind of sucks. Okay. <laughs> really sucks. Okay, so we all know that the glorious Caitlyn Jenner is running for California's hot, hot. Yeah, totally. Okay, so first of all, you are disgusting. First of all, I know. So okay, just so we have this. So. I just want to point out that Gavin Newsom is probably the shittiest human being on this earth. So you're going to go a step higher than the, from from Portland. Exactly. And you're going to say shittiest human being over over governor. Yes, for two specific reasons. Okay, I'd love to hear him. One, this dude, there is a woman, I don't know, this, vid, this video went viral. Woman or? No, it was a woman. Okay. It was a woman. Mm-hmm. It was a total woman. She had a restaurant. In California, that was struggling to pay her workers and everything else, her mortgage, her, her whatever it is, her family. I don't know the, her whole story. But she couldn't work because every, the whole entire state was shut down. Gavin Newsom gave 
a moving uh, movie company permission to have a potluck two next a block within 500 feet of this woman's store but she won't let the employees of this go back to work. Also, another reason is Sam the Cooking Guy's out in California. Shout out to Sam the Cooking Guy. <laughs> greatest guy of all time. You should look him up. Oh, Great, yeah. greatest, greatest, greatest recipes of all time. Hot. So, so not good for you, but they're so good. They're, I made a few of them. They're good for you, man. Life is lived in calories. Okay. <laughs> but anyways, so reason number two. This guy is the biggest liar since probably Hillary Clinton was trying to run for president. Okay, I'm on board. Okay, so with that, being, with that being said, the California since this whole thing, and people started going back to work, California has an, in, an unemployment rate of 8.3% of the whole entire state mm -hmm. because the governor, Gavin Newsom, won't let the, the city or the state of California going back to work. Yep. Now, I talked to you guys both about this, and you said that Caitlyn Jenner was, ew, a bad, a bad thing, and I told you that I was going to drop some bombs on this, and I think my notes have proof for this. Now, with that being said, she is pro-police. She is pro-ICE. She is for the... She is for... Guys, I want to put this in quotation marks. She is for the border wall mm -hmm. to Mexico. Yep. Okay. That's another thing. Yep. And on top of that, um, let's just find out. She's pro-business. She loves, 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 loves Sean Hannity, which is a huge deal because I thought the the Kardashian family was just full of snobs and they were just the biggest waste of space on this whole entire earth. Kind of full of snobs, but okay. Okay, so now... I watched the exclusive interview with Sean Hannity and Caitlyn Jenner, and I was honestly blown away. This, what pronoun do you use for this? It? She? I mean, come on, guys. Help me out here. I'm not the only one. I have no idea what you want to call it. Just call okay, it reg it. Regardless. Just call the, it the, it. Caitlyn Jenner is flat it. This <laughs> well, you know, I'll tell you what, though, winner. If, I, if, I could, if I could meet this person, I probably would ask that question, but I probably never will. Wouldn't get within, I wouldn't touch this one, I wouldn't touch this, I wouldn't touch this person with a 10-foot pole, let's just be honest. Anyways, long story short. You have to make up a lot more than that. Really? Mm -hmm. Is that what you think? That's what your wife said. Do you know this from experience? No, I don't. No. Because no. we all know that you can get be a little bit weird sometimes and kind of homosexual. I'm completely hetero. <laughs> hey. That's uh, how you were telling me on a phone conversation today. You literally are lying. Through your how am I lying right now? Through my teeth. How? You are totally lying. <laughs> right. Moving the freak out. Getting reaction out of you is so much fun when it comes to your sexuality. It's, it's great. It's because my sexuality is so through the freaking roof. Man. Through the freaking roof. Of homosexuality. Of heterosexual. Eh, that's debatable. But anyways. All right, we'll go, we'll, farmer C, you'll, you'll go ahead. Ladies, just, just so you know that this guy is single. Newly single. Also men. <laughs> <laughs> Suck it. <laughs> that's what you're going to be telling the men. But anyway, let, let's be honest. Okay, so my opinion, my input about this is, is that the best thing since Arnold Schwarzenegger was governor, and that was what? Terminator. Uh, eight, eight years ago? I don't know. He, he got to the chopper. 
Okay. That's well, all that, I know. That's true, too. <laughs> but this is the best thing oh, yeah. that Californians have had hope for because 18,000 companies have left California since the pandemic because taxes are so high and everything else. The gas tax in California alone is $1.19 per gallon. Woo! <laughs> Can you yeah. imagine paying that kind of money for gas? I'd go broke. Um, I, I drive a pickup truck, and I don't know how the hell I'd be able to afford that. <laughs> you sell a kidney. <laughs> pretty uh, much. Or I can sell Chad's kidneys. Sperm <laughs> banks are pretty popular. you got to go through a pretty restrictive Sperm banks are... Yeah, I don't know. Nobody, his sperm? As of his sperm? <laughs> yeah, we'll see when she pops that kid out. Of it. Hey, I'm just saying, guys, I'm betting 1,000%, so y'all can suck my dick. Uh, no. Yeah. And um, what yeah. do you mean by betting 1,000%? Okay, so out of the two times that my wife was pregnant... She's Ooh, got... sensitive subject. Mm. Mm. That's another topic for another day. Yeah, I'd love to dive a little further into this. Yeah, I'm going to stay out of this one, guys. You can, but... Uh, come on, just saying. It only took one time, both times. So. Yeah, that lasted 30 seconds. No, I wouldn't go that far. Oh, not that far? You go ask no, my 15 wife? seconds, you then. My, you want to go ask my wife how long I my sexual performance is? No, I don't. I don't know how because I already proved him wrong. I will gladly prove you wrong. I don't too. know how that horny goat weed works on your tally well, Let's just say that it's more than thirty seconds. Times that by like sixty minutes. Bull. No. Every, okay, we need to move on. <laughs> yeah. Group. Damn. All right. So what we were talking about? We were talking about companies leaving California. Disgusting. And the gas tax being so high. And another thing that's so messed up about California is that I'm pretty sure that you guys have heard about this. Guess how many inmates... I know you guys have read the, read the notes, but if you haven't read the notes, how many inmates got released early that have repeated felonies that have... So this is including rape, murder, you know, or, or a battery, you know, whatever. Whatever you can think of. All felonies. All felonies. <laughs> So how much? How what's the number? I have no idea. Seventy six thousand inmates. Seventy six thousand. They released seventy six thousand freaking inmates in the state of California early oh, due to this COVID. So that's stuff. about how many people got affected with COVID in the first day. Probably, but that that's besides the point. The point is, is that California is. Honestly, the biggest piece of trash. The oh, worst state ever. Ever. For sure. I agree with you 100%. Okay. I, would rather, I would rather live in Minnesota than California. Uh, Minnesota's, their winters are shit. Yeah. And North Dakota's pretty bad, too. Yeah, We're not talking about North Dakota. Yeah, North Dakota, was, North Dakota is a conservative state, Preston. We're not talking about the weather. I was just saying, for straight up liberal, then you add the weather on top of it. Winter <laughs> sucks ass. So we're yeah, Minnesota, you suck. But anyways, uh, well, I mean, come on, I mean, Dante Culpepper, you are the worst quarterback ever. Wait, he's um, so irrelevant. Okay, first of all, if we're gonna talk sports, Dante Culpepper back in the day was a pretty good quarterback. He was, but I hated him because he always beat my team. Who? The Packers. Okay, first of all, you're not from here, so you, yeah, y'all can suck. No, I am. Yeah, from here. any Dick Packers. Cheese. Okay, so you're telling me you're, you're a Lions a, fan. 
You are a Lions no, fan. No, you want to know who I am? I'm, I a Bo- I'm a Baltimore fan. I'm a Ravens fan. Back when, back when Ray Lewis and Ed Reed and Terrell Suggs were playing, well, it was Terrell the best. Suggs, I think, still plays, but no, he doesn't. Well, it's been pretty recent since he retired. Um, okay, so James Harrison. What up, look at James Harrison. He retired two years ago. What? What? Who are? Why are we bringing James Harrison? Up? Because you're talking about players that retired recently. Look at James Harrison. He retired recently. Okay, but he played for the Steelers. He did, but then he played for the Patriots for one year. You are so off topic, it's gross. I am off topic. You are the one who brought Dante Culpepper into a topic. Because Minnesota you... sucks. <laughs> <laughs> that had nothing to do with anything. It did. And then, yeah. you, and then, you, brought, and then you brought the worst. Wrong. See, there's three. You right there. honestly That's need four. to watch your tone, and that was four. Thank you. Yeah, because you did say the R word, the, the Ray rate. The Ray rate? Yes. Okay, so you're telling me that you were a Brett Favre fan? I absolutely. You can suck Brett. my dick. First of all, wow. I don't know if I would even. That's so teeny that I wouldn't even want to entertain the thought of that. Um, Brett Favre is probably the fifth best quarterback. Of fifth all best? Then who's the who's the four that's above him? I mean, you got. I mean, Joe Montana, Steve Young, Tom Brady is above. Right? Even though Tom Brady can, you, you suck. Everyone hates Tom Brady. Brady. Tom yes. Brady. Yes. Tom Brady, I, I hate Tom Brady, but he's a great quarterback. Yeah, you can't. But you I can't love, argue it, yeah. I love Brett Favre. No. How do you think I got to be a farmer? When he literally said the clip, oh, you think God don't fart? That's what sold me. That's what sold me. So you're telling me that's all of what it takes to convince you to farm? That It's the realism behind the statement. <laughs> so, <you're, laughs> so let me get this straight. You wake up every morning no. thinking, damn. I love Brett Favre so much that this is the reason why I like to farm. This is why I love my job. No, he, he's real. He, he was real. He is real. And his wife's a babe. Deanna, a babe. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I got so much to teach you about sports. Anyway, wow. that's not that's not wow. remotely true. Okay, actually suck it. I would not even dream, Chad. Let's be honest right now. Okay. You need to move on. Also, okay, so let's move on to what we're talking about here. Um, so another thing that surprised me about Caitlyn Jenner is the fact that she opposes transgender biological males competing in female sports. Yeah, did what's you guys going know, on there? Did you guys know about this? Um, I briefly, I briefly heard it, and I yeah, what, what I'm. It's hard for me to wrap my head around that whole situation because of the whole situation, right? That's that's exactly. that's my thing. I thought he would come. He, yeah. Well, I mean, exactly. That's not tolerant of you. Well, I mean, I've been, I've already screwed up like five times tonight. So, let's... anyways, I don't long, like with this. Long story is. short, so we, I was very surprised about Caitlyn Jenner opposing um, biological men competing in female sports because this brings on to our next topic. There is a track star named Cece. Now, I'm not making this up. It's Cece. C e c e. Uh, basically, like the pizza. Yeah, like, yeah, like the pizza, basically. Their buffet and, was... And it's right. So, this a biological male, and she, because the male, I can't, I don't have numbers to com- to compare to this, because the the NCAA men's track team does not run the 60 meters. So, she runs, she, he, whatever you want to call her. They runs, run, they, them, It runs who? a 60 meter, 60 meter dash in 7.5. Five seven or point seven point 
seconds. You're confusing the listeners with your points. I am. But here's the thing. So the next, this is this is back in 2019. Now the next person that took second in the whole entire country was a lovely lady named Alyssa Harris who had an 8.11 second. Now you're telling me that okay. So then we go down to 200 meter 200 meters. So this CC ran a 200 meter dash in 24 seconds. Now, if we go to the male resort or results, I should say <laughs> male resorts. He's male thinking resorts. of you, Chad. Yes. <laughs> this this uh, Stephen Harris run a ran a 200 meter dash in 22 seconds, and then it goes down to a bunch of a bunch of other guys that 23.50, 23.62. So this guy, in my opinion, and this, he came out in an interview saying that this guy is going through a harder time because he is taking hormone blockers to provide his testosterone for becoming a male. Now, with that being said, you can't tell me that a guy that is 6'2 and weighs 170 pounds, this dude is a, and it's not like he's a small guy because he's a great track star. In the women's he can, league. He can gladly compete with males. Gladly. So, this article was pointed, or wrote it, wrote, wrote it, wrote by, like I said, all He's got difficulty completing sentences, sentences and words and blah, blah, blah. anything above a fourth grade level, it's difficult So, here we go. So, instead of calling law enforcement for, like, let's just say, a domestic abuse call or whatever... These people, these idiots, wrote an article about what not to do besides calling the police. And the other, the, one of the main topics was know your neighbors and your community. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, know your neighbors and your community. So, for guys like Chad and I, we have about two whopping neighbors within a, probably about a two-mile radius of us. You better know them. It's my mom. <laughs> and we all know that you're... <laughs> Well, well, we all know that you're not going to fight your mom, so let's be honest. Tomorrow's Mother's Day. So, <laughs> yeah. Love mama. <laughs> yeah, I remember a long time ago, we all fought to get out of that womb. Oh, well, shout out to all the moms out there that went through hell trying to raise those kids. <laughs> Including your wife and you yeah. in the next couple of months. Probably. Yes. All right. Anyways. Um... Yeah, so another thing that intrigued me is that basically what's going on here with these these policies, quote-unquote, is uh, so basically I what I've got out of this article is basically saying that um, instead of calling the police, you have to basically restrain them yourself and chain them to a tree. That'll work. Do you got experience in that? Me? Yeah, yeah, that should work. Yeah, that I should mean, totally think, work. Yeah, that should totally work. So I don't see any actually faults in that. You're yeah. gonna... <laughs> Absolutely none. Hey, my neighbor's a convicted sexual predator. I'll restrain him myself. Oh, my other neighbor, he's a convicted uh, murderer. You yeah, know, tri- like you know. Thing, so I'm gonna go ahead. Or this guy, he's a you know, he's got triple homicide. Yeah, I'll restrain him myself. Yeah, I'm definitely going after him. I think it'll work. Do you think so? No. Not even a little. Not <laughs> <even>. <laughs> so you're going to really stupid. You're going to check. You're going to check. Let's, let's play a scenario. Out. So let's just say that a domestic or domestic, a guy, or, or domestic, a guy, guy, it's past his bedtime. It's a Biden moment right there. Anyways, 
Oh, gosh. We, do I need to get into your dog language, too? Good sheesh. Ladies. Just shout out to Burner Brothers on Insta. It's the two Burner Brothers, Roscoe and Rogan, <laughs> and they are so good. <laughs> Anyways, long story short, so let's go through uh, a description of this article. Um, Please. One of the recent na- analysis of 911 calls across the eight cities, eight cities in the country that found that 23 to 39% were low priority and non-urgent issues of noise complaints. If neighbors knew each other, they can talk about these issues but together, but in... in other than bringing them outside. Now, how do you know what issue your neighbor is having if you live in a neighborhood? Um, if basically of what what's going on. So let's just say that you hear a tussle and you and you're and you're in a neighborhood. You hear glass break. What are you supposed to do? You're supposed to go over to your neighbor's house and knock on the door and say, "Oh, okay, can we talk about this?" Like, let's be honest right now. I'm calling the police. If I hear some poor innocent lady or man depending on what's going on. Being sounds like something's wrong. I'm calling 911. I'm not gonna sit it has there. To be, it has to be over the top. Otherwise, I'm gonna stay the crap out of their business. Right, you know, I'm, I, I respect people's privacy. There's no doubt about that. But I, th- I literally think that there is a time and a place where the police or emergency services just ha- just have they just have to intervene basically is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, like I'm sorry, but if there's like my neighbor and they're having some sort of dispute, I mean, I'll go and, yeah, hey, are, are you okay? Oh, okay, cool. But then all of a sudden, you know, there's blood and everything. It's like, I'm not going to perform, you know, medical services on them because I'm not licensed. I'll put a freaking Scooby-Doo Band-Aid on you, but that's about it. There you go. And the whole... From the guy who was in the military, people. He's like, they put a Scooby-Doo Band-Aid. Oh, well, can't help you. I'm going to put a Scooby-Doo Band-Aid on you, and I'm just going to get that I mean, it's better than what most people do. They don't even call 911. They just look the other freaking way. And the whole, know your neighbor. I don't know my neighbor. Uh, do I need my 9 mil, my 40, my 45, and... You know, leading up to there. What do I need for my neighbor? No, ARs for that? are illegal, Chad. Come on now. They're assault weapons. Wrong again. They're assault weapons. Come on. Again. No, I'm just I'm just repeating the words of the citizens of the uh of who? The left? The right? Uh, oh. No. No, no, no. <laughs> Anyways. So, alright guys. Um Unfortunately, we have rambled on for way too long of topics that were not even relevant. So, we are going to wrap this up now. I hope that you guys have enjoyed this uh, first episode of the Blue Collar Outlaw Podcast. Um, Give us another listen. It'll It'll get a lot more fluent. It'll get a lot more. And not only that, we didn't get to all of our topics. So, next week, we are going to talk about... Anal. No, sorry. sorry. (laughs) Yeah, we're going to talk about anal sex. Anyways... Oh, we are, you, you specialize that. So huh? next week we are going to start out with the uh, the CIA new recruitment video that Preston has a lot of words for. So I'm very excited to hear he's about gonna this. He's going to lead us in. And he's shaking his big yeah, head right big, now. Big head right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, one big head is shaking. I don't know about the other one, but that's besides the point. <laughs> why does he always bring up my peepee? Yeah, I know. It's why, are, why are you bringing up a lot of topics? We're going to have like to that. talk about this. In between sessions here. Sessions. It's really concerning. Hey, I'm not, you talk about I'm not the one who's uh, just doing sexual favors for cops. Okay, Let's I will never do that. I just support <laughs> our police. <laughs> you, 
No. Okay. <laughs> How? Ending on that? No. Okay. So on top of that, we got uh, the new bill that uh, the governor of the glorious state of Florida, God rest his soul, I love this guy. Hey, um, did he die? <laughs> he said, God rest his soul. I thought, is he dead? Yeah, that's no. kind of a term oh. like when somebody dies, man. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry for being political. Oh, thank God. I was. Yeah. I thought, well, I'm thinking he's dead. I'm like, shit, what happened? No, well, he's not dead. <laughs> Anyways, the, he passed a bill that basically dropped a, a nuke on all of this bullshit that's going on around so the state of Florida. Nuke. I just had to drop a nuke. Okay. A nuke's pretty... Pull, pull the wrong condoms out of your ears. See, there's number six. So there you go. You're Yours. making me swear, Chad. That's I'm unbelievable. So provocative. Yes. So, first of all, and then on top of that, we have a uh, a funny clip of the week that will probably do two videos. Um, this is Loudmouth uh, Pharmacy and Digger P signing off. We hope to see you next time. Thank you for listening. Peace. Bye. Blue Collar Outlaw Podcast. We'll see you next Saturday, guys. Oh, and by the way, happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there. Thank you.